Hello, everyone. This is Myra with Holly Pulley's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. I was just in Australia for a month. What wonderful, warm people and so many different animals. On one walk, I saw koalas, wombats, wallabies, kangaroos, dingoes, emus, kookaburras, and a number of rodents that were new to me. And this was just right next to a neighborhood. The wallabies were especially sweet to communicate with. They, they had lots of eye contact. But the best thing was an echidna that crossed the road in front of my car one night. It's a spiny mammal that eats ants and termites, and it lays eggs. He was really cute, waddling across the road, looking very confident with his very large spines. And it made me think about how we sometimes feel a little different than those around us. But to let that go and just be ourselves is what brings light to our lives. Holly Pulley's move to this part of the world is in process and our stuff is on the way to New Zealand. All the things that we decided were important enough to keep will make its way to us on three different ships. Moving to another country is an excellent opportunity to practice aparigraha or non-hoarding which is the yama we're focusing on this month. When we remove the A, the letter A or A, then the Sanskrit word means the opposite. So parigraha is to hoard. Aparigraha is the practice of allowing energy to flow naturally rather than collecting and hanging on to things. Energy moves by its nature and we're continually creating and destroying. Everything in life is coming and going, including our bodies. Think about it. We get stronger with exercise and using the body, and then it deteriorates when we don't use it. We acquire new things, we use them, they wear out, or we get tired of them and replace them. Or maybe sometimes we do without. Things change. But when we accumulate more and more things, or cling to things, our stuff, our body, or other people, for example, then we suffocate ourselves. Why do we do this? Perhaps we're cut off from our true self, or who we are as eternal spirit. It doesn't feel good. So we try to cover this up and distract ourselves. And the practices of Ayurveda and yoga are to remind us of who we truly are. When most of us first come to Ayurveda, we think we have to know our constitution, our prakriti. The prakriti just gives us information about our tendencies. People with more kapha and pitta in their constitution will tend to hang on to things a little more than those with more vata in their constitution, who will be more commonly ready to let go of something easily and move on to the next thing. But we all have all three doshas, and any of us can have any of these tendencies, and particularly with imbalance in the dosha. And a tendency is not a guarantee. So what we really want to understand is our vikriti, which is our state of imbalance, and how to correct it so that we can feel better. And this can be dosha imbalance uh, and or agni imbalance as well as the effects of the accumulation of AM, which are metabolic toxins. 
So the stuff we surround ourselves with will tell us about the condition of our mind, which is highly affected by the condition of Agni and the doshas. The objects and the amount of them we accumulate in our physical space, our home, our car, our office, is a reflection of what's going on in our minds. When things begin to pile up, there's probably something we're avoiding. And the same thing happens energetically in our aura. Unresolved impressions or memories accumulate and we end up hiding behind them. And then we feel stuck. Ugh. What are we hiding from? We surround ourselves and sometimes drown ourselves with clothing and cars and houses and food and people and information and experiences. Hmm. In Ayurveda, when we see symptoms, illness, or disease, whether it's on the mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical level, in order to reverse and eliminate the problem, we must first remove the cause. And this is the principle of Nidana Parivarjanam. Related to a parigraha, you might think of it as getting out of our own way. We can give all kinds of explanations for hoarding or hanging on to things, but the teachings of Ayurveda and yoga remind us that fear, resulting from a sense of disconnection from our higher self, is at the root. Somewhere inside of us is a belief that I'm not enough, there's not enough to go around, there's a lack of abundance in the universe, or I might miss out on something. Or it might be a belief that I need to hang on to things around me in order to feel safe. I don't feel okay inside, so I need stuff to distract me. It keeps coming back to the same thing, regardless of the decorations. Disconnection from the higher self or the God of your heart. Recognizing that the fear is there is the first step. And next we need to appeal to the various levels of our being to see what beliefs we're carrying about life and about ourselves. Beliefs are just decisions that we make and they can change. Think about how many of your beliefs have changed in your life so far. Sometimes it's a belief that more stuff makes us look better or appear more successful. Or it might be to protect us from having to interact with others. Or it may be a way of just keeping ourselves distracted by having to take care of the clutter. This can even apply to trying to take care of too many relationships. Can you then see how it relates to satya and the practice of self-honesty that we talked about a few months ago? We must remember that we're the custodians of the earth, of our children and our stuff. We're not really the owners. Our children come and then they move on in their lives. We build homes that other generations will enjoy long after we're gone. It's important to remember this relationship with the physical plane and with our energy as well. Parigraha is trying to hang on or trying to keep things from changing. It's fruitless. It cultivates illusion, which leads to a lot of afflictions in life. We're continually creating and destroying 
Yep, I repeated it. Energy moves by its nature, and when we try to stop it, we suffer. So aparigraha is about loosening the grip and letting energy flow. So this also applies to our relationship with money. It needs to follow the laws of nature and flow in and out. If we try to make it only come in and cling to it, often it gets ripped away so that we can see our attachment. Or we end up having a lot of it and then we're miserable. Getting comfortable with the continual flow of money is a great exercise in a parigraha. Uh, I'm not suggesting not to have savings, but rather it's our attitude about money and its flow that makes it an easy part of life or a difficult part of life. Consider that it merely represents an exchange or a flow of energy. When ending in your clearing attachments to people, to places, to things like money, When ending and clearing the attachments to people, places, and things, use the intuitive energy practice of blowing up a rose. Using the rose, you can clear the fears and old beliefs that generate the attachments to people, places, and things. The fear of being alone, fear of not being seen or heard, the fear of not being enough, the fear of not living life fully. You can clear all of that with a rose and a little willingness. And then there's a space that's created. Fill yourself up with the gold sun of love of the God of your heart. Clearing the fear and the attachments leads us to trust the process of life. We can begin to reestablish connection to our eternal self, our true self. We come to see that we're truly a part of this universe and divine. And that feels good. From there, we can become generous and truly compassionate, which is the representation of true freedom from attachments. In yoga, it's called the practice of vairagya, or non-attachment. Non-attachment and continually letting go of the resistance to life allows for total presence in life. And then it gets richer and deeper and a whole lot more satisfying. Thanks for listening in. As a reminder, we offer in-depth practical training and transformative treatments in Ayurveda and yoga. They can guide you along your journey in vibrant health. We also offer clinical, professional, and personal mentoring, as well as Ayurvedic health consultations. If you're ready to take the next step, visit halepule.com. That's H-A-L-E-P-U-L-E.com.
In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipuli's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halipuli. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.